Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. I think I mentioned it earlier. When you go three hard days in a row, you're more susceptible to injury. So we went hard yesterday, dialed it back today, did more above the next stuff, and then tomorrow we'll, we'll get after it pretty good. Wendy's Big Show on a throwback Thursday. Aerosmith, what it takes. A man knows a little bit something about that that I'm talking to on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold football reporter, joins us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. He's brought to you by Chili's and their three for ten dollar meal, a starter, entree, and a drink for just ten bucks. Together, we Chili's and we chill with Mike Clemens on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Now, Mike Matt Lafleur, uh, he has to be in for a little something as well as his young players. His first time with his team on Lambeau Field with the stadium rocking at eighty thousand. And, you know, his wife and his two cute little sons, they look like they're about six and four. They come to practice just about every day. Hmm. Uh, she, she brings the kids there for maybe the, toward the end of, of practice, and uh, then he comes and talks to us, and then he'll spend about 10, 15 minutes playing catch with his boys out there on the Ray Nitschke practice field. And that's, you know, that's pretty good, pretty cool time. Uh, but, you know, you know that he, this guy's putting in, crazy 17, 18-hour days and, you know, hasn't seen the family much as he's running this uh, 90-man roster and, and training camp. But, yeah, today was a short practice, man, 90, uh, 94 minutes mm. and in helmets and shorts, and it was really it was kind of a long walkthrough. There wasn't a lot of, of action. They had a good turnout, beautiful weather today. But, no, they're gonna, they'll dial it back up for tomorrow night uh, for 60,000, however many come to Lambeau Field for family night tomorrow night inside Lambeau Field. Mike, when you look at what they've done this year with, with practices and the big name and, and big conversation point that I've gotten out of it is the late-night walkthroughs. It appears that they're doing a lot more non-contact stuff under LaFleur. Well, and that's it. You're just you know, LaFleur's just not going to spell it out and hand you the, the playbook, if you will. We're just sort of learning day-by-day, chapter-by-chapter on what his vision is for a team, an NFL team in twenty. 20- 19, and he's trying to get speed. He's trying to get a, install a complex, different style of offense. He's trying to get tempo and rhythm kicked way up, way up, and um, and 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 again conditioning too, and a different way of conditioning as well. So, but he doesn't believe that you have to be out there grinding for two and a half hours in full pads every day. That um, the idea is to execute, and so he doesn't do an awful lot of individual drills. He does a, a lot more 11-on-11 team drills. You know, looks like football, whether in, they're in uh, pads or no pads. Execute, execute. Um, but you run that practice. You hope that you've got, you know, good execution. You take a lunch. You talk to the media. You do corrections. You take a break, and you come back, and they start installing for the next day. Then they have dinner, and they go across the street, and, and they're back out there at 7.15 a night on the Ray Nitschke field with a 45-minute walkthrough, not in the gym, but on the grass, so they can spread out, so you can kind of jog through it. But um, the players then go to the dorms for the rest of the night. Uh, the rookies have got another meeting tonight yet. The rookies won't leave this place. They've been here since 7 o'clock in the morning. 
they won't leave the locker room area tonight until about 8.30 before they go back to a 10.30 bed check at the dorm. Um, but um, yeah, it's a, Aaron today said, man, the meetings are really long. Um, and I asked him if, you know, it's a different style. It, in other words, it's a lot more meetings. It's walkthroughs, you know, to learn the choreography of the place. And then when we hit the practice field, go fast and get your conditioning in that way. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself running gassers. And and nobody wants to be running. Nobody wants to be running. And even the coach doesn't want that. You want to get your conditioning in with the tempo of practice. That was always the one for us. It was, we will we will practice to condition. That was always our coach's mantra, mm-hmm. Mike. He, and, and he loved that style. I had a, when I, I was playing in high school in Georgia, we had a really good team one year, and the coaches worked on quickness, not so much the gauntlet and beating the hell out of each other every day, uh, but on quickness. And you know what? We ended up getting really good toward the end of the season, and we won our little conference because of that. Um, the 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 defense the offense definitely looks different and quicker and faster pace and Rodgers gets to the ball and they have these quick snaps but Devontae Adams today the veteran that he is you know he agreed with the coach that when they came back after a day off on Monday uh, they were sluggish and so he still he says he understands where Lafleur wants them to be tempo wise and he still thinks he agrees with Lafleur they got a ways to go. Same same spot really. I mean we got we got to clean up some things. I know Matt talked about it with you guys uh, a couple of days ago. Um, definitely got to knock off some of the rust and, and sloppiness when you're coming off of uh, off days. You got to make sure because doesn't make the coach feel as great about giving you those off days when you you know come in slow and you know mental errors, different things like that. So we just got to make sure everybody's taking care of business on off day come back in and, and just have that juice and have that energy coming back in and um, it's going to happen right now because you know it's a new offense and coming out of huddle thinking about what you got a few times but um, you could definitely start to see it come together and, and guys starting to understand um, you know what they have and think a lot less you hear something and it's just bam this is my assignment and uh, you know just you got to know your job and then execute it. That's uh, a different style of practice that you're going to go through but that's a, a veteran Mike, is is it weird now? You're in the locker room. Is it weird to hear a guy like Devontae Adams calling him calling him Matt right away, or not not a coach Lafleur? Am I being weird in that sense? No, that's that's kind of what they do at this level. You know, even in baseball and all that, they call mm-hmm. the skipper. You know, by the first name, they usually don't call them coach. And frankly, you know, not even people in the media do they really say to the to the coach at this level, you know, hey, coach, it's it's more like, you know, they call, it's like they want to be called on the first-name basis. Sure. They certainly, they certainly, though, want the respect. I sent you guys a text, by the way, because I know you are talking about this on Big Show. Mike McCarthy, a couple years into his tenure here, he was getting frustrated about Rodgers, you know, dancing around and, 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 and not getting the ball out of his hands uh, on time. So you remember when he installed that 2.5-second clock? Yeah, I had him on the sideline there. You were talking about that the mm-hmm. other day, Gary. You mm-hmm. know, um, I found it today. It's it's in the garage. <laughs> in mothballs. I took a picture of it for you, and I said it to you on your phone. Okay. You know, it's something that they had constructed, Bill. Where you know, there's got a big. There was a control panel, and you know, they had equipment manager had a, who's got a million things to keep track of. He had to stop at what he was doing, red batty, and stand by that thing. And every snap on you know eleven on eleven drills, you know forty. 40 plays or something like that, he'd, the ball would be snapped and he'd have to start a timer 
And at 2.5 seconds, he'd have to hit a buzzer, and a light would go off, and an annoying, you know, beep would go off, you know. And, and Roger's still holding the ball. Oh, six seconds later, Gary. <laughs> didn't care. It didn't matter. The horn didn't tell right. and, and, and I, I guess that's what leads me into this, Mike. How, how has that been going as far as tempo's concerned, Roger's getting the ball out of your hands? Because I, when I was up there for the one day, I – I thought he was getting rid of the ball much quicker. And, like, it seems like the tempo or the pace of the offense getting to the line of scrimmage was a little bit quicker. Right. And I'll, and I'll tell you what, a lot quicker than we saw in May. There wasn't really? this dancing to the sideline, man. And, and and so, as a result, a lot of the balls go to what? 17 mm-hmm. right away. Boom. Snap. Boom. Devontae. You know? First read, first guy, number one receiver. Today they worked the ball in more to – Marquez Valdez Scowling, Equinemia St. Moore. The other receivers got, you know, some more catches today. Geronimo Allison. So that but it's weird. They'll have eleven on eleven and then they'll be quicker, like Gary says, but then they get to the two minute drill and then it's like hey, he's calling a timeout or there's something sluggish. So we asked Aaron why in general when they get to these two minute drills, the offense has been a little bit unsteady. I think the pace has been good. Whoever's been working the clock's been a little bit off. <laughs> What's actually been happening is we've been trying to change some of the script from time to time, and Matt will look at the script and not want that, and so we'll have to have to change it. And you know, I think I, I burned all my timeouts, so we didn't have any delay games. But uh, if we had five or six timeouts, but that's kind of the growth process for us, I think, on offense. You know, uh, a few days ago we were having like an 18-second play clock, and I think that's well below the time that, that Matt would like to get the play in and get out of the huddle. So we moved to a 40-second play clock, and then we changed some of the script a little bit yesterday during the practice so um it's you know it's a work in progress it's a different feel for them but in those two minute drills now now they still are going off of a script but matt lafleur was talking a little bit about seeing some of that work that rogers can do at the line of scrimmage getting himself out of a bad situation yeah and one thing for sure i mean aaron doesn't take any of these snaps lightly he, he i mean that's part of his leadership he plays every one of these snaps like it's a game condition. And, you know, if somebody screws up, he gets pretty frustrated at the player or whatever the situation is. You know, not necessarily he's an egotistical hothead. It's just that, you know, he is going to be the perfectionist he's always has been. At the same time, trying to marry, marry together, you know, Lafleur's philosophy on offense and tempo and moving the ball around. Mike, when you look at uh, the defense as a whole right now, we got the report that, Josh Jones was was sent to the principal's office uh, yesterday. Yeah, so you know they're um, they're Lafleur well, explained to this, and I asked them some questions. You know, if you're if you're a head coach right now, and they're talking about taking away two of your preseason games, where are you going to get those snaps in for these guys on the ninety man roster? And he said, well, you know, if they took away two preseason games and went to a seventeen game season. Obviously, I'd have to do more live practices. We'd have to tackle our own people to get those evaluations. Mm-hmm. But he said, "I'm not doing that." You know, it's thud. You know, you you hit your you know you drive your shoulder into a guy. You show Mike Petton that you could you could have wrapped up on a guy, and that's it. So they're they're running the football, and you know, both Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, both the starting backs, are both nursing hamstrings right now. So that meant more rest for some of these other running backs, including Trey Carson. He runs around out to the left. And I think Josh Jones, this safety who said he wanted to be traded out of Green Bay, disgruntled because of they brought in a guy in free agency, they drafted another safety. Um, I think he first was ticked off that Trey Carson put his head into his 
teammate, Tony Brown, defensive back. But he goes, he tries to wrap up. He actually whiffs on the tackle. Then he grabs and pulls him to the ground. Now Trey Carson gets up like, dude, what are you doing? And then they start shoving each other. <laughs> so Lafleur hobbles over there, you know, with the foot in the in the walking boot, <laughs> yeah. and 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 gives and tosses Josh Jones. And Petten doesn't let him in. He stands and watches from sidelines for the second half of a long practice yesterday. So yeah, you know, he that essentially I'm I can't remember that ever happening. What I mean, was Petten's reaction? Years. What was Petten's reaction? Because. You know. you know, you know Mike Patton, Gary. He's he just, just standing there, there, cool, okay. bald. He's got the sunglasses, stone faced. Yeah. CIA man, not gonna. So and that and and to and to Mike, that that may have been the moment where you know that Lafleur is saying, "I, I am the head coach." It, uh, yeah, that's a good <laughs> point. Yeah, we we just we we drill this guy. Hell, the media knows us better than. And this is Josh Jones. This is the essence of this guy. Athletic. Fiery, yep. you know, uh, physical. Where's your damn head at? You know, that's what's happening here. It, this is your teammate. What, where's your head at? And you know our pot. We and Lafleur said I have zero tolerance for fights in camp. There will be no fights in this camp. Mm. No. So uh, Radio Joe Zola came up today to help out. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm in the locker room and I'm waiting for. Uh, I got a heads up that Aaron was going to talk today. Aaron Rogers. So I'm at Aaron's locker and we're you know. He's, finishing and about to come in right off the practice field, taking off the shoulder pads. And uh, Josh Jones is at his locker, and so Radio Joe comes up to me and says, hey, Josh Jones is over there. Should I, should I go talk to him? <laughs> I, I said, no. Knowing what this was, how this was probably going to go down, <laughs> and he doesn't know Radio Joe, I just said, sure. sure. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. sure. Oh, Look, you could probably get an exclusive one-on-one with him, Radio Joe. Go over there and talk to him right now before he gets away to the showers. So here was his award-winning interview with Josh Jones today. Josh, uh, did you have a chance to talk with Matt Lafleur yesterday after practice? Uh, nope. Nope. No. No. Nothing. Nope. Okay. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Send that to the Wisconsin Broadcasters Award, man. That's yeah. gold right there. <laughs> Mike, yeah. I'm glad you find this funny because I thought it was just me being evil. No. That's Lavender. a trophy, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, Play that again. That's, that's, that's award winning. That's, that's, that that's, that's the veteran setting up the rookie right there. Josh, uh, did you have a chance to talk about Matt LaFleur yesterday after practice? No. 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 Nothing. No. Nope. No. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate All right, it. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. No. Dust a spot off on the shelf. That's another trophy coming to the fans. <laughs> Mike, great stuff, man. We'll no. talk to him next practice, no, all right? No. That's Mike Clevis. No. no. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.